Hello and welcome to this Thursday edition of Discovering the Jewish Jesus. I'm Dustin Roberts, the Outreach Minister here on staff, and for the next half hour, I'll also be your host as Rabbi Schneider dives into another message from our series, Mysteries of the Kingdom. With everything that's happening in the world right now, it can be easy to focus on all the problems that we're facing. But during difficult times, it's important for us to remember that we need to rely on the Lord for encouragement and strength. And today, Rabbi Schneider, he wants to help us readjust our focus. So let's get started with our message on the secret of outflow. Here's Rabbi Schneider. A mystery is something that has been previously concealed, but now in King Jesus, it's been revealed to us. Many things that you may know as a believer that you take for granted, you actually know them because the Spirit has given you revelation. And the things that you may know as a deep, spiritual believer, beloved, have come to you supernaturally by revelation. And what you take for granted People that don't have the revelation that you have cannot perceive, hear me now, they cannot perceive what you're able to perceive. Jesus said to Peter, who do you say that I am? And Peter said, thou art the Messiah, the son of the living God. And Jesus said to him, blessed art thou, Simon, son of John, for flesh and blood has not revealed this to you, but my father who is in heaven. You see, Peter had revelation, a mystery had been revealed to him that people on the outside could not see. The Bible says he came to his own, speaking of Jesus, he came to his own, but his own received him not. And that even though he created the world, the world that he created did not recognize him. And so you and I need to understand that if we are truly moving forward in the kingdom, and in the realm of the spirit and eternal life, we're doing it because Jesus is revealing mysteries to us by the spirit. Today, I wanna to break forth and I wanna balance out the posture of receiving with having an attitude of outflow or breakthrough. You see, I've discovered in my life, and I was guilty of this myself for years, my posture was, I'm just going to wait for God to do something because God is sovereign. And I had this kind of passive attitude. I believed in God. I was alive in God. But I had this attitude because of my understanding of the sovereignty of God that when something's supposed to happen, it's just going to happen because God's going to make it happen. And I had this attitude of being passive in my spiritual life in the sense that I was just waiting for God to show up waiting for God to break in, waiting for God to do a miracle, waiting for God to move the pieces of the puzzle. And there's absolutely a portion of our faith that does involve waiting on God. But you know what? Too many of us don't understand that there's a paradox here because not only do we wait on God, but we also stretch forth our staff like Moses did over the Red Sea. And when he did, the sea parted. There's also something, beloved, that we must do. It's called outflow to generate a miracle, to generate breakthrough, and to change the spiritual atmosphere that surrounds our life. 
And if we're just waiting all the time for God to do something without understanding the power that we have and the role that we need to play in causing spiritual breakthrough, in making something happen, if we don't understand that we need to do something to enter into our promised land, we're going to be waiting, beloved ones, a long, long time. You think about the woman that was bleeding. She had the hemorrhage for years. And she said to herself, if I just reach out and touch him, if I can just lay a hold of his garment, I'll be healed. And when she pressed through, when she did something, when she exercised her faith, when she propelled herself forward and took action and touched him, Jesus turned around and said, who touched me? For I felt the power go out from me. It was her faith, beloved, that released the miracle. It was her action to reach out and get a hold of him that released the power of Jesus into her. When Jesus said, who touched me? When she finally identified herself, Jesus said to her, woman, your faith has made you well. In other words, it was her faith that brought about the miracle. And so in my own life, God has brought me into a transition where I began to understand it's not just about me waiting on God. It's about me exercising my faith to move mountains and make things happen. And so there's this mystery, there's this creative dynamic going on within us in the Spirit of the Lord that we have to learn how to embrace and balance. And the creative dynamic, beloved, the mystery, the secret that I'm referring to is to know how to balance in the Spirit of God between receiving on the one hand, like Mary did just sitting at Jesus' feet when Martha was so busy, receiving on the one hand and then outflow on the other hand. We can't just sit and receive forever when we truly receive, generated from that posture of receiving is power that results in an outflow. You see, the only water that ever becomes foul is water that's stagnant and that there's no outflow from. In other words, if you have some water that's just sitting in a pool and there's no way for that water to flow out and fresh water to flow in, that water is gonna become moldy and it's gonna become defiled. Fresh water is a balance between fresh water coming in and water coming out. So there's always a circulation going on. And some of us today, some of you today, are probably like I was, you're in this mode where you're just waiting for God to do a miracle. You're waiting for God to show up. You're waiting for God to do something. But I'm here, beloved one, to tell you today that this is also your time, not just to wait, but to do. Real faith, I'm going to say it again, real faith expresses itself. If faith is alive, there's going to be an action with it. Faith results in action. James said, I will show you my faith by my works. Did you know God's personal name is, get this now, a breathy Yahweh. God said to Moses, your forefathers, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, knew me as Yahweh. They did not know me. So Yahweh is the father's personal name. Now, here's what's interesting, and it relates to what I've been sharing on today's broadcast. A noun is a person, place, or thing. And Yahweh is a person. But when we look in the original Hebrew at God's sacred name, Yahweh, is not in the form of a noun. 
It's in the form of a verb, and the type of verb tense in the original Hebrew, beloved ones, is continuous, unfinished action that Yahweh is in a state of continuous, unfinished action. He's always alive. He's always in motion. He's always moving. So if you're alive and I'm alive, bam, there's going to be action taking place from our lives for you to get breakthrough and for me to get breakthrough, for us to change the spiritual atmosphere around our lives, for us to drive out darkness and enter deeper into the light, for us to experience more shalom, more peace, more glory, more power, more revelation, we have to be doing something. There has to be outflow that's being generated from our life. What is outflow? Remember, on the one hand, we talked about the first mystery of the kingdom of God is receiving from him, depending on him. This is why Jesus said, blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of God. The first place we need to be is sitting at Jesus' feet in dependency. But as we're receiving life and being strengthened in order to get to the next level and in order to enter into a new breakthrough, we have to exercise and use that which we're receiving. This is why Jesus talked about the talents. And he expects us that when he gives us something, hear me now, church, we hear it, beloved, we work it. We work it. We use it. And so how do we use what Jesus has given us? How do we create outflow in our lives? Well, I want to talk to you about creating outflow through confession of God's word, his truth, of who he is, and of who you are in him. You're listening to Discovering the Jewish Jesus with Rabbi Schneider. And as Christians, discerning God's voice amongst life's conflicting voices is challenging. And that's why Rabbi Schneider has created a free, powerful new talk, a guide to hearing God's voice. He'll equip you with tools so you can clearly know when God is speaking. Don't wait. Go to myfreegift.com forward slash hearing. That's myfreegift.com forward slash hearing and claim your free copy to start transforming your spiritual journey today. We are so thankful for everyone who gives a financial gift of support to this ministry. And perhaps today is the day that you decide that you would like to deepen your commitment to discovering the Jewish Jesus. The best way to do that is to sign up to become a monthly partner at discoveringthejewishjesus.com. Or you can call us at 800-777-7835. Together, we can help others prepare for Jesus' return. And now let's get back into the second half of today's message. You see, when we speak and declare the word of God over our lives, when we speak and declare the word of God over other people, when we come into agreement with God by declaring his word rather than by declaring the circumstances, rather than declaring what we feel, rather than declaring what the circumstance looks like, instead we declare his word, what we do is we generate outflow of faith we generate a change in the spiritual atmosphere around us and the whole dynamics of our spiritual experience will change. If you think about it, you see that even your initial salvation experience balanced receiving and outflow through confession of your faith and of the word. And the two of them work together to completely change 
where you were in relationship to the Spirit of God and in Jesus. So the Bible says in Romans chapter 10, listen, if we believe in our heart that God raised Jesus from the dead, so first we have to believe. If we believe in our heart, first we receive faith, we receive the truth, right? How do we believe? We believe because we've received revelation and we've received the word. Faith comes by hearing and hearing the word. So we come to faith when we believe the gospel, we receive the word by the inspiration of the Holy Spirit. And what happened next? We believed in our heart, the gospel. We believe that Jesus died for our sins. We believe that God raised him from the dead. And then the scripture tells us in Romans 10, and we confess with our mouth, Jesus is Lord. And when these two come together, the receiving of the word in faith, and then the confessing of it with our mouth, something happened, the Bible says we get saved. So the believing and the confession work together. And so I want to encourage you, beloved ones, on today's broadcast to become more militant in your walk with God. Don't just do what I used to do and sit around waiting for God to do something, waiting for God to break in, but rather move mountains by declaring your faith. Jesus said, if you believe in your heart, and do not doubt, and then say to this mountain, be moved and cast into the sea, it will move and nothing shall be impossible to you. How is that mountain moved? It's moved by you. Now, don't misunderstand what I'm saying. It's all Jesus. We get the faith through Jesus. We get the spirit of Jesus. We get the word of God through the grace of God and from God. But then we have to use it. The mountain doesn't just move because God decides it's time to move. The mountain moves, Jesus said, when you believe and don't doubt and say to it, be moved. Do you see, beloved ones, that there has to be a creative dynamic taking place in our walk with God between, on the one hand, receiving, which is the first step, but then going beyond receiving to the second step by taking a hold of faith, which is living, and then using that faith to speak it into the atmosphere, to change the dynamics of our life? You see, whatever you confess is where you're going to go. If you start talking about your circumstances, if you're going through a difficult time right now, and you start talking about your circumstances and magnifying your circumstances, you're going to go from bad to worse in terms of your mental and spiritual state. But if we do what David did on the other hand, when he was discouraged, and he encouraged himself in the Lord, the scripture says, by declaring God's word, but by declaring God's victory, by declaring God's promise. When he began to exercise his faith and magnify the Lord, he went from a zero to a hero and became a warrior and overcame. And I want to encourage you today, my friends, become more active in your spiritual life. The Bible says we should take up the word of God and use it as a sword. Some of us, if we're doing a meditation in the morning, which I want to encourage everybody to do, begin your day with the Lord. Begin your day just, you know, taking a portion of scripture, even if it's just a small portion of scripture and, and saying it and then praying about it and asking God for more revelation on it 
And then begin to thank God for all the things that he's doing and done in your life. And then begin to thank God for who he is. And then begin to speak to those areas in your life that you want to see change. Begin to say, Father God, I thank you that you're opening doors for me today. If you're struggling with an area, you speak against that area. You say, in Jesus' name, I curse that area. Whether it's sickness, whether it's poverty, whether it's some other enemy coming against you. Say, I take authority over that thing, Jesus, in your name. And I declare that you came to give life and give it more abundantly. And that I have abundance in my life, that Jesus, that you are going before me, that Father, the enemy is being broken, that I'm going to grow in your grace today, that I'm going to take territory in the kingdom of God today, that Jesus, you came to destroy the works of the devil and your anointing is on my life and you've given me a breaker anointing and Jesus, I speak to every hindrance that's in my life right now that's keeping me from entering deeper into you and from the kingdom of God expanding through my life. I speak to those mountains. I command them to come down today in Jesus' name. And when you do that, friends, something's going to happen. Somebody say, yeah, something's going to happen. But we have to open our mouth. We have to continue in the same way we began. We began by confessing Jesus Lord. And we go all the way up the mountain, the Bible says, by the word of our testimony. The Bible says in the book of Revelation that they overcame him by the blood of the lamb and the word of their testimony. You see, when you confess God's word, you're going to receive the promises of his word. But if you confess your circumstances, if you confess things that are going on in the natural world, in the natural realm, that's what you're going to get. You're going to get a natural experience. If we want God's experience, we have to recognize it's not just about sitting around waiting for a miracle to happen. It's about lifting up the word of God as a sword and declaring it over our life. Father, I thank you that my children are blessed. Father, I thank you that because Jesus lives within me, that you've given me divine health because your word says that if the spirit that raised Jesus from the dead lives in you, he will give life to your mortal body. So I thank you, Jesus, that your spirit lives within me and that your spirit is a spirit of health and that, Jesus, you are ministering health to my mortal body. I thank you, Jesus, that you are my strength. You're the strength of my life. I thank you, Jesus, for your mind because the Bible says that Jesus, you've been given to the church as the head of the church, that Jesus, that I am bone of your bone and flesh of your flesh, Paul says, when he speaks about the relationship between a husband and a wife, telling us that he's speaking of a mystery, the relationship that Jesus has to his church. And that Jesus, even as a wife is bone of her husband's bone and flesh of his flesh, according to the book of Genesis, I thank you, Jesus, that you've married me, that I'm your bride, and that I'm bone of your bones and flesh of your flesh, that who you are, I am, Jesus, that your mind is in my mind, that your heart is in my heart that your health is in my body. I declare, Jesus, your fullness in and through my life. I want you to be glorified, Jesus, in me and through me. And I don't want to let anything stop me, Jesus, from fully taking a hold and laying a hold of that which you purchased for me. Because I know, Jesus, that when you're glorified in my body, when you're glorified through my life, this makes you glad because this is why you died. Not just to forgive me for my sins, but also to marry me and to bring me into your presence. And even as you said in your word, Jesus, to share in your glory, as the word of God says to you, beloved one, you've been raised and seated with Christ in the heavenly places. We need to balance inflow and outflow, receiving and giving, receiving and doing. Let's exercise our faith. Let's change the spiritual atmosphere of our life, beloved ones. 
by being active with the Word of God by the Spirit of God. This is Discovering the Jewish Jesus, and you're listening to the straightforward and the authentic Bible teaching of Rabbi Schneider. Today's message is titled, The Secret of Outflow, and to learn how you can hear this message again or send it to a friend or family member who's struggling and could use a word of encouragement, visit us online at discoveringthejewishjesus.com. And well, we are incredibly grateful for the love and the support that you've shown this ministry during 2023. Because of the generous contributions of our faithful listeners, we've been able to reach and impact millions of lives all around the world. And as we move forward in 2024, we'd like to ask you to join with us. Rabbi? Beloved, it's important that we put God first in every area of our lives. It concerns me that it seems that so many people today are trying to use God for an experience, but they're not being obedient. I think of many, many people that are going to churches, they love the worship music, but they're not being obedient to God's word. Jesus said, unless a man picks up his cross, denies himself and follows me, He cannot be my disciple. Sacrificial obedience is the only way to truly walk hand in hand with God. This is why it's important how we handle our finances. Going back to the first book of the Bible with Abraham all the way through the New Testament, we see that those that truly walk with God honor him in every area of their lives, including their finances. I wanna just ask you today, If discovering the Jewish Jesus is being used by Father God in your life to be a blessing, would you honor him with your finances through this ministry? Thank you for your love and for your financial support. To respond to Rabbi right now, just stop by our website and give a financial gift at discoveringthejewishjesus.com or give us a call at 800-777-7835. That's 800-777-7835. We produce this program and it's Rabbi's voice that you hear on the radio and your favorite podcasting platforms. But in reality, it's our faithful ministry supporters who make it possible for us to broadcast Rabbi's teaching around the world. We couldn't accomplish this goal without you. Today, as a token of our appreciation for your generous financial gift, we'll send you Rabbi Schneider's message of the month. It's available as a digital download. And plus, we'll make sure that our engaging and insightful newsletter finds its way into your mailbox as well. Now, these days, our given names, they don't typically carry much weight or meaning. But in the Bible, names have symbolic and oftentimes prophetic meaning. And also, did you know that God's personal name, Yahweh, which means I am that I am, is expressed over 6,800 times? Well, Rabbi Schneider's written a brand new book called To Know Him By Name, and it'll help you understand the significance of God names. We believe it'll cause you to love him even more. It's available online at discoveringthejewishjesus.com. And now it's our tradition to end each program with a special blessing. So here is Rabbi Schneider. The ironic blessing in the book of Numbers chapter 6 is not a blessing that comes from an impersonal being out there somewhere in the heavens. This special blessing comes from a person, Yahweh God Almighty, our creator and maker. So receive God's blessing into your life right now. Yahweh, 
Vayishmarecha Yair Yahweh Penavelecha Vichunecha Yisa Yahweh Penavelecha Veasem Lecha Shalom The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift you up with his countenance and the Lord give you, beloved one, his peace. God bless you and shalom. If you'd like more information about Discovering the Jewish Jesus, visit our website at discoveringthejewishjesus.com. You'll find our broadcast schedule, teaching notes, and so much more. I'm your host, Dustin Roberts, and Discovering the Jewish Jesus is a production of Shalom Ministries. Be sure to join us tomorrow when Rabbi Schneider explains the secret of momentum. That's coming up Friday on Discovering the Jewish Jesus.